Hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose, and welcome to Say La Me. This is the episode I have been waiting for for a very long time, and it is the Taylor Swift Fearless Taylor's Version album review. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe we're finally here. Surprise, I decided to release it early because I have literally been waiting for months um, to record this, but don't worry, I'll still have my episode on Wednesday as usual, so you just get a little bonus episode that is probably going to be extremely long and full of emotion, so I'm so excited about this. I'm actually in my car right now, um, and I'm recording this after having listened to Taylor Swift's Fearless Taylor's version. Oh my goodness, I cannot wait. So I'm just going to go ahead and get on into it. So before we get into the actual review, I just wanted to say that something I loved is that she brought back so many of the musicians and everyone who helped her on Fearless the first time, except obviously the people from her old record label that caused her to have to re-record in the first place. Um, but before she released anything re-recorded, I really was saying that I really wanted Taylor to bring back the people who had helped her on Fearless in 2008, and she did, which is great and especially wonderful for people like me who started to recognize these people and become invested in them because they were involved with Fearless and her other albums too. Like I started recognizing the names Liz Rose, Nathan Chapman, Paul Sedoti, Caitlin Evanson, Liz Hewitt, Amos Heller, Grant Mickelson, Al Wilson, Mike Meadows, all of these people because they were involved with Taylor. So I just think it's really great. Um, and I also want to say also in this episode, I'm going to be discussing the songs and how they have taken on new meetings with Taylor's version of Fearless. And some people might take that as saying like, oh, the meaning for me saying, oh, the meaning shines through in this song more clearly in this version than the old version, they might twist it and think I'm saying the old version was shallower, had less meaning. So I just want to clarify that I'm in no way saying that 2008 Fearless album was less meaningful than this one. It's just that we've been able to watch Taylor's career throughout the years. So now when she sings lyrics like, someday I'll find someone who might actually treat me well, or the walls that they put up to hold us back, fell down. Um, It holds all the moments from her life when she did find someone who treated her well. And she is breaking down walls that are meant to hold her back and not just that one specific moment that she was referring referring to in that song when she first wrote it. It's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So it is richer in my opinion. Um, Hopefully I explained that well. 2008 Fearless meant so much to me, but Taylor's version is just that. I mean, it's Taylor's version and that's exactly what it should be. So just wanted to put that little disclaimer um, and I'm very supportive and let's go ahead and review the album. All right, let's start with the review. So for songs, Fearless. I was expecting to cry to this one since it's the title track and the opening of this new chapter. And you better believe me that the first drumbeat hit and I was gone. Um, in this song, it really sounded like she was smiling when she was singing, which just made it sound even happier. I was so... I was just, I was grinning along with the song, um, and the lyric video was all sparkly and beautiful, just like the love story video, and y'all know how much I love that one, um, I think that the lyric videos have secret messages in them, because some of the things were, like, capitalized, and then other things were not capitalized, and so I really think that there are secret messages in them, but I haven't decoded them yet, and let me just tell you, I am not the decoding breed of Swifty, I'm just, I'm not, I'm bad at it, (laughs) I decoded the April 9th message in her Instagram. Ooh, 
in her Instagram post. Sorry, I hit my mic. Um, but besides that, I'm really, really bad at decoding. But anyway, um, onto the song. The way she said it's fearless at the end of the bridge was so cute. It was just so special sounding. Oh my gosh. It it sounded absolutely amazing. And that was just the best opening to the album that I ever could have imagined. I was so incredibly blown away um, by that song. And it just set me in the best mood. Uh, the next song is 15. I was really excited to hear her vocals at this one because she's in her 30s now and it's so exciting to hear her sing in a more mature way on a track that's all about being young and naive and learning about life for the first time in just like this really mature voice. And her vocals were definitely more mature, which was absolutely gorgeous. It almost sounded like she was looking back on her younger self, um, which I'm sure she was, but just the whole feeling of that song was really more of a looking back. Um, than anything so it was really great and the lyric video with all the photos of her as a teenager and abigail um they were just adorable she really put a ton of effort into her lyric videos and i love it because that's the way i was planning on watching um or listening to the album was with the lyric videos so that was absolutely amazing and the way she sings at 15 at the end in a falsetto is so beautiful and so special and then the photo of her and abigail at the end that's more recent that was super super sweet i was just like oh my gosh like i knew they're still friends and like it's very obvious but at the same time it was super nice just to get to see that and you know it's just so sweet so anyway all right next song is love story this song obviously came out as a single before the album and y'all know i was very excited to hear it and the music video was super cute and perfect and y'all know how i feel about this one i absolutely loved it and it's so beautiful re-recorded i was dancing around to it every spare minute i got after it released i was just so happy it was just absolutely magic just pure magic all right, next song is Hey Steven. So I was really looking forward to hearing this song because Taylor's low range has improved since 2008. Um, I feel like in a lot of her albums, like Reputation had a lot of low range stuff and so did Folklore and Evermore. Um, so I was super excited to hear this song because it has a lot of the humming and part of the song just sounds very um, just low I guess um I want to stop saying low but um I was super excited to hear it and it has improved and absolutely beautiful um and I also I wanted to hear the little laugh she did where she's like but would they write a song for you ha that that laugh I really wanted to hear that I was like oh my gosh how's she gonna do it is it gonna be like how's it gonna be whatever um her humming in the song sounded so rich like that's really how I can describe it it really was just like buttery beautiful and just gorgeous and the lyric video was tour footage and a lot of webcam photos so i'm really not sure why um just because it's cute i guess um and it's just like an innocent time but it was very cute so i wasn't i'm not totally sure about that but <laughs> i don't know why like what does that have to do with steven but at the same time or maybe she didn't even care about steven she probably didn't care about steven anymore but at the same time it, I don't know. It was just random and I got a kick out of it. It was super cute though. Um, the way she says aren't in why aren't you here tonight? She says aren't or something like that. Um, that was super cute because um, it kind of like kind of didn't chop up the the um, was it the melody, but it was definitely really 
nice to I don't know it it kind of changed things up a bit but it was also clearer um but yeah and then her laugh oh my gosh it was even better than the 2008 version it was like a real like in the 2008 version I just said like ha and that's kind of what she does she's like hit you know and then in this one she's like literally like ha or you know whatever she does that that actually did not sound like her laugh but it's a it's a laugh it's great I I screamed at that I was so so excited about it it was just hilarious and I was just like oh my gosh all right so the next song is white horse it was sad it was very sad the lyric video though was absolutely stunning oh my gosh um I was really happy that her voice sounded just as emotionally invested as when she recorded it in 2008 uh I was kind of scared that since the song is old um and she's obviously in a happy relationship right now, she wouldn't emotionally connect with it, and her performance wouldn't be as authentic, but I totally did not need to worry about that, and I should have known that I didn't need to worry about it, but um, I was a little bit like, oh no, like, er, hopefully we get the same emotion, whatever, um, but yeah, we definitely did. Actually, I think it was a little bit deeper this time, which is fabulous but yeah um I also noticed something that she's been doing in these re-recordings is enunciating super well all the words are separated and really really clear which is great um because some of the time I can get confused about lyrics not Taylor Swift lyrics because I'm not Taylor Swift lyrics y'all know why because I love it and I know the lyrics and this was in 2008 like I totally know the lyrics whatever but um it is really nice to see a super clear version of the song um also i love how she held out to catch me now at the end it was just really 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 beautiful and i i loved it it really amplified the emotion in the song uh next is you belong with me this was so much fun to listen to i felt like the instrumentation was a lot clearer in this version which is awesome the guitar strums and the drums and everything um i saw someone on twitter say that fearless taylor's version is like fearless in hd and i feel like that's a really pretty accurate way of describing the album uh the video of taylor dancing in the lyric video is totally accurate representation of me during this entire album um yeah so the way she's saying what you doing with a girl like that was so sarcastic and just amazing and how the lyric video said clap clap after the no you're about to cry clap clap <laughs> it had me cracking up i was like oh she inserted clap clap in like um parentheses no are they parentheses i'm sorry it's like like 12 44 a.m um the album came out at 11 my time which is like yay but it is now like 12 45 so whatever i don't know if it's parentheses or not <laughs> anyway so that cracked me up and then the clip of taylor headbanging her headphones off at the end also made me laugh so i was laughing and just totally enjoying myself throughout that song uh next one is breathe i was really excited about this song because the chorus it really requires this breath control and taylor's vocals have only gotten better and more mature during the years um and so the instrumentation in this track was super clear and just like particularly gorgeous out of all of the re-recorded things um and it was just amazing and so it wasn't until i heard taylor's vocals and thought oh dang like she you know she just sounds like even sadder than her original, that I realized she might be relating the song to Big Machine. Maybe not. I don't want to put any anything into her mouth or into her heart that she doesn't want. Maybe she's not even thinking about it. I'm not sure. But to me, I was like, oh, it hit me. And I was just like, 
maybe that's why, you know, it sounds super, super sad. And of course, I cried after I realized that, or at least cried after I made that up. I'm not sure if that's an actual realization. But after that occurred to me, I was like, whoa. Um, also, Colby Calais was pretty gorgeous in this song. I was just like, oh, girl, like beautiful. And she, that's how I figured out Colby Calais was through Taylor Swift. So I loved hearing this. The next song is Tell Me Why. The opening of this song gave me chills. And Taylor sounds totally ticked off in this song. It's so funny. Again, a lot has happened to her to make the song take on a thousand of different meanings. Um, so understandable. But her vocals are very, very strong in this song. And it really did give me chills. It was amazing. The next song is You're Not Sorry. This song sounds sadder than the original, just like Breathe. Um, it's already such a sad song, but it feels like it has this added layer to it in this version i can't quite put my finger on it but um i love ballads i love all that so it's great to have a song that's like super sad um so yeah i love that but um the way taylor sings you're not sorry sounds more final than it did in 2008 like in the 2008 version it sounds like she's trying to convince herself you're not sorry like trying to stand her ground and this one it's just like you're not sorry and you're not getting a second chance um the guitar solo in the bridge is so cool and also that uh there's nothing left to beg for was great and then all the no's at the end just oh so good it was it was more I'm not gonna say angry but it was more like frustrated than the other 2008 version so it was just super enjoyable to listen to and I I just I loved it I I don't know it just felt like so gorgeous all right the next song is the way I loved you the build-up at the beginning of this song with the lyrics coming on the screen at every beat was just a thrill. <laughs> it does not take much to thrill me, but that was amazing. You know, if anything is choreographed to music, it's amazing. If it's words, if it's dance, if it's lights, I I get the biggest thrill out of that. So I love that. Really great. Um, go watch the lyric video if you haven't watched it. Um, her vocals in the chorus are fabulous. Oh my gosh. I know this whole review is basically me just being like her out. Her like album is amazing and her vocals are amazing, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, they just are. I'm speaking the truth. Uh, but I love it when she can just sing full out. I, I absolutely love that. And the way she sang comfortable, that hit me. It really brought home the message from the song that she was just really underwhelmed in this certain relationship because the whole song is talking about, I liked it when you were passionate. I liked it when we were fighting, when we were kissing in the rain, when we were just wild and crazy and passionate. And then it's now it's just like, oh yeah, you open the door for me. And don't get me wrong, dudes, I want you to open the door for me. But um, it's like, you open the door for me, you compliment me, I compliment you back. There's no passion there. Um, and so the way she's saying comfortable was really like, comfortable, like, <laughs> that's not how she sounded. But um, it was just amazing. I absolutely loved it um and I love when artists try and make the song sound sonically how it reads lyrically so that was super super awesome the next song is forever and always the lyric video for this with all the photos of Taylor performing was just so cute I'm such a big fan of these lyric videos like oh my gosh she put so much work into them and they're just amazing so props to whoever was involved in that everybody round of applause for all of you <laughs> um but also the way she was kind of singing the verse and then she's just like full out like were you just kidding like she was just like once upon a time i believe it was a tuesday when i got your eye she was just kind of like stating these facts and then she's like were you just kidding um <laughs> it was kind of like a wake up people 
Um, and that was a real dig. That was amazing. And <laughs> I just love that. And also, was it out of line was really snarky. It was kind of like she was making fun of him. Like, seriously, was I like mean to you? I'm so sorry. I hurt your feelings, you know? Um, so I love the song. I, I, I love it before in the 2008 version, one of my favorites. But then this one was, I feel like she's just added this emotion to all of her songs that have like, it's not that they weren't there before, but she's just like increased it and just made it even more hard hitting and poignant. All right. The next song is The Best Day. I was especially looking forward to hearing this one. Taylor's relationship with her mom has always been really admirable and sweet to me. And they've they've definitely had their difficulties with her mom's health over the years. Uh, so hearing it from Taylor now really makes the song take on an even stronger meaning. Um, it's much richer, in my opinion. And I knew there was going to be home videos in the lyrics video. I love it. I love every single home video, music video that Taylor's ever done. She did The Best Day. She did I'm Only Me When I'm With You. What other ones have she done? She did Call Me, Call It, Call It What You Want. Sorry. Um, she's done a bunch of different home video music videos and I love those because I'm the kind of person who if I'm ever at someone's house I love looking at the pictures on their walls and just looking at their life and just oh I, I love it anyway so these lyric videos were like my favorite things ever absolutely love them but I seriously cried to this song I, I cried so much because it was so touching and I cannot believe she showed the paint set video where she says um set up a paint set in the kitchen and you're talking to me she showed it and I was just like oh my gosh like I've been waiting forever to see see that video and like there it is and whatever like oh just it was adorable and then the pictures of Taylor oh sorry hit my mic again whatever it is like past midnight I'm tired <laughs> but whatever uh the pictures of Taylor and her mom more recently just hit me so sweet and so touching um I miss being able to see Andrea um I remember an announcement where Taylor said she might not be at shows as much. That was just very sad to me. And um, I just really like to be able to see her. She's just a, she's a sweet lady. And, you know, I I like her. And she's she's Mama Swift, you know. So uh, the best day was really, really touching. I really loved it. Uh, the next one is Change. Um, I was very interested to hear the song because it was written about her old label, Big Machine Records. They were the smallest label in Nashville, and it felt like they were never going to succeed against all these bigger labels. They ended up triumphing because of Taylor. Anyway, so Taylor obviously has had issues with them, as we all know. So I'm sure the song has taken on a slightly different meaning. I think it was originally about her record label overcoming the restrictions that were set for them. And now it's about her overcoming the restrictions, her old luck label has set for her so it's kind of a cool twist um kind of a sad twist but at the same time own it you know you can't change anything so you might as well rise up champions tonight you know um so it, yeah I love this version it was so nice and it almost sounded like a letter to herself like encouraging like I didn't give in and I fought for everything what I've worked for all these years that lyric was just like she's fought for her music all these years and she's finally recording it and it's and it's hers she owns it that just like it makes me emotional right now just talking about it like it's absolutely beautiful so it really did sound like a letter to herself just being like you know what we didn't give in and it, look look where we are now we've got this record and it's amazing um and also side note that last hallelujah 
the heck? That was gorgeous. I loved it. Oh my gosh. It just chills again, like chills all the time. All right, so now we're moving on to the songs on the album that came from the deluxe album of Fearless, Fearless Platinum Edition. Um, So the first of those is Jump Then Fall. This was totally upbeat and just absolutely just a fun time. I really just enjoyed listening to the song. It was just thoroughly enjoyable. Um, Again, the music and pronunciation sound so clear and more HD than ever before, so it makes the experience just that much more amazing. And the photos in this lyric video were great too. Jump Them Fall has always just been this really upbeat song that's just just super fun to sing. Um, I was singing along with Taylor to some of these and Jump Them Fall was absolutely one of them and so I I just loved it absolutely loved it thought it was gorgeous and beautiful and everything so love that one the next one is untouchable guys the guitar in this one is so beautiful it almost makes me want to cry and oh my gosh sorry I can't get past the guitar the guitar oh my gosh guys guys this one wow it was amazing anyway um (laughs) her low range complimented it so well like just went so well together um it's such a calm song and it sounds like you could really just slow dance with someone to it um which I totally want to do so I I guess I'll go have to find myself someone who I can do that with one day um for, for now I'm just gonna sway alone with my eyes closed to this beautiful song um it is so dreamy and her falsetto at the end was just absolutely stunning just beautiful all right the next one is forever and always the piano version so i was very excited about this one because it is one of my favorites from the deluxe album um and the beginning piano was just gorgeous Ugh, it it was just like i was ready and i was just like whoa it just washed over me and it was gorgeous uh her vocals sounded very vulnerable and soft the way her voice shakes when she sang uh made you run and hide like a scared little boy it was it was really it was really touching. Like, it really, really was. And the pause in Here's to Silence was amazing and just brought the point home so, so well. Um, again, her falsetto was stunning, and I just cried to this whole song. Uh, she sounded really hurt in the song, which, of course, it brought out emotion to me. It's kind of like just wanted to wrap her in a hug and just be like, it's going to be okay, you know? Um, yeah, this track definitely exceeded my expectations. I was wonderfully caught off guard by this track it was so touching just absolutely beautiful and the next song is come in with the rain this was lovely <laughs> i love the guitar um i i just i used to just randomly sing this song um just around the house and in the car and just burst out singing into it and i know i'll definitely be doing that a lot more now since it's back on my radar uh there's something about hearing taylor singing old lyrics that makes me so incredibly happy And I literally just feel so warm inside listening to her just be proud about her work because I'm proud about her work and I want her to be proud about it. And I know she is, but just this whole re-recording is just like so affirming and just like, God, you are so proud and you should be so proud. And, you know, this is what made me a fan. So thank you. You know, Um, also by this point in the night, I could totally relate to the lyrics. I'm too tired at night. (laughs) So there's that. Um... And the next song is Superstar. So this song is one that I actually associate with a, spe- ugh, with a specific crush. And it brought back a lot of feelings. <laughs> um, the great thing about Taylor re-recording her songs is that they can take on a new association. 
So it's like I associate the old version with a crush that didn't pan out, but I associate the new version with moving on from that and holding on to an admiration of a person without having a romantic tie to them, uh, which is a little freer and it kind of shows you that you can move on and you can still admire someone. It's not just, you know, oh, this person's a jerk or oh, this person we're in love, you know, you can go out of love for someone, but still just be like, wow, you're just amazing. Um, but yeah, I really was so happy she recorded this song again. Um, and it was gorgeous. I loved it. I just, I don't know what to say about it, except for that I'm extremely, it's still one of my favorites, um, off of the platinum version. Just, I would say forever and always piano version and superstar two, just my two favorites. It's gorgeous. The next song is The Other Side of the Door. I just thoroughly enjoyed how country this song and Taylor's voice sounded. Um, The end part where she's listing all the memories was awesome. Um, You know, where she's like, conversation with the little white lies and the faded picture of a beautiful night. I love that part. Um, Sorry, my voice probably didn't sound that great. I've been talking a lot and um, it's 1am. But um, it's such a beautiful song. Just beautiful. And I love the photos in the lyric video. (laughs) I, I've said that about pretty much every song on this album, but I, I do. I love the lyric videos. The lyric videos are amazing, and I'm so glad that I made the decision to watch the lyric videos um, as my first introduction to the album. So, yay! Um, but I appreciate how clear the lyrics are in the song because there are a lot of them, especially that part that I just mentioned. Um, they can all get kind of jumbled up just because it goes fast, and so I really do appreciate how clear each lyric is from each other. So, that's nice. Um, next song is Today Was a Fairy Tale. This song is just a great way to end the songs that I've already heard on the album before we get into the Vault songs. It's such a fanciful, magical song. Um, I've actually never seen the movie Valentine's Day. Maybe I need to get on that and watch that because this is the song that she wrote and then they ended up using it for the soundtrack for this album or for that soundtrack. Ugh, I'm sorry, I can't think straight. They ended up using Today Was a Fairy Tale for the Valentine's Day soundtrack, which Taylor Swift was in. There we go. Right in my wrongs. Anyway, um, I love the throwback pictures of photo shoots for Fearless because I recognized um, it wasn't just photo shoots. It was overall cuteness of Taylor. Um, but I recognized her doing the breathe photo where she is underwater and she's wearing like this, like, it kind of looks like a leotard slash bathing suit with like the skirt attached so it's kind of a dress but like not a dress maybe it is a dress I don't know um and she's underwater she's looking up that was like one of my favorite photos ever I was just like oh my gosh it's magic you know um so did my little eight-year-old self think of Taylor and still kind of thinks of Taylor (laughs) anyway but um I really appreciated that and I feel like this song was to her fans and celebrating everything that resulted in this album um it was so cute it was just absolutely just cute All right, so the next song we have is You All Over Me. Before this one came out, I knew it was going to be sad. It sounded like it would be talking about the type of love that you cannot move on from, and it was. I was right. It really does remind me of her debut album, actually, because of the references to dollar bills and bathroom stalls and back roads and rain. Uh, She had a lot of, like, references to kind of everyday objects like that in her debut album. Um, This song actually reminds me of Cold As You a little bit which is from her debut album. Uh, Maren Morris's vocals sounded beautiful in the background. Really, really love that. Beautiful touch. Um, it's a really nice song that I've had stuck in my head ever since I heard it. So I, I really, really like this track. 
All right, so the next song is Mr. Perfectly Fine. Wow, guys. <laughs> this one I imagine to be a whimsical song about a crush, that just how cute he is, and, you know, kind of like her song Superman. That's how I expected it to sound. However, I was wrong. It was not. <laughs> it was actually, I was super surprised at how sad the lyrics were. Some of my favorites from the song is, How's Your Heart After Breaking Mine? And Someday You'll Miss Me, But By Then You'll Be Mr. Too Late. Um, love that one. It's particular um the only thing that really fit my perception of the song was that it was upbeat um but it was actually in a sad way instead of a happy way like I thought uh it's it's such a great song and I totally pictured one specific dude the entire time I think we might all know someone who fits this type of song so it kind of reminds me of Last Kiss um some of it and not sonically it does not sound like Last Kiss uh but part of it reminds me of Last Kiss because she talks about him saying he'd never go away um I just love when she tells stories with characters and titles it's so amazing so I was very pleasantly surprised by this one all right on to more of the vault songs uh the third one on the vault was We Were Happy I imagine this one to be really, really sad and kind of a betrayal storyline. Like, we were happy, but then you had to go and ruin it. And um, that, it wasn't exactly that. It was a really sad, reminiscent type of song. Um, the finger picking on the guitar was just simply beautiful. It was just, I loved it and kind of want to learn the finger picking pattern. Even though I'm horrible at finger picking, I cannot do that to save my life. I'm really jealous of people who can. I'm really bad at it. I took classical guitar for like a couple years and I still can't do it. I mean, I can do it, but I, I'm not good at it at all. So there's that. Um, but anyway, this song, it totally shocked me when she said, and you were going to marry me. Ah, it was so sad. It really hit me. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is so sad. Anyway, um, the whole song was just, it was melancholy and bittersweet and beautiful and sad and horrible, sad, beautiful, tragic. It just was, it was really, 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 really beautiful. So anyway, um, the next song is That's When. I really wasn't sure what this one would sound like. I I thought it could be an energetic kind of like, you know, that's when I knew I liked you kind of feeling. Once again, I was wrong. <laughs> I'm apparently really not that great at figuring out what songs are going to sound like just based on the title. Um, but I loved Keith Urban. The duet was so nice. It kind of reminded me of like, the song didn't remind me of Highway Don't Care, but I also think that the lyrics, kind of, or not the lyrics, the uh, duet kind of did because it's like a country guy and Taylor, and that was Keith Urban, Tim McGraw, and Taylor, and now it's just Keith Urban and Taylor. Um, the duet was amazing, and the lyrics of the song are really great too. It really is nice to think that there are second chances and true love actually exists, and it's just like, like yeah, you know, I, I still love you even though you didn't treat me well or I, I still love you even if we both messed up like it's worth more than that you know um to a point don't want to just totally give people chance after chance after chance um but yeah I love that song the next song is don't you I thought this one would be sadder and slower and more reminiscent about a love that had ended and finally I was kind of right so let's celebrate that fact please anyway cheer me on whatever um this is the one that was in the vault preview video which i didn't know um this is probably my favorite of the vault songs and it's definitely going to just be a favorite of the entire thing not the favorite necessarily because i can't choose a favorite um because how are you supposed to choose from 26 songs 
Taylor, this is hard. Anyway, um, I don't have to choose, so there. But yeah, definitely Don't You is one of my favorites from the vault, um, if not the favorite from the vault songs. Um, it's true. The lyrics are very true. People need to stop being so casual with other people's feelings because sometimes you just don't want to go interact with someone because it's too hurtful and it's too upsetting. Um, really, the lyrics in the song are the definition of casually cruel. Uh, the lyric, Don't You Say You've Missed Me If You Don't Want Me Again, is spot on. Um, I'm totally in love with this song. It's just, it's hard when people are like, oh, I just want to say friends, you know, like when you break up with someone or like when you have some falling out with someone, they're like, but we can still say friends, right? And you're just like, no, that's so hurtful. I can't be friends with you if you don't want me, you know, and I don't, I don't want to come to you in this room and have you be like oh how have you been doing with it just being like totally platonic I can't do that I can't go from romance to like friendship I don't know it's just it's too hard so definitely stand totally behind this message of the song so I I, I loved it I, I thought it was great so absolutely love this song um so the last song oh my gosh the last song is bye bye baby I thought this one would be sassy and like, bye, I don't need you type of song to finish off the album. And again, I was wrong. Um, <laughs> let's just get used to it, guys. Um, but it was actually kind of sad. I should have known these vault songs would be sad because in her post about the album, about her re-recording announcement, she said that a lot of the songs got cut because her team said she couldn't have too many sad songs, too many breakup songs on the album. Um, and it's actually a pretty catchy song. Um, the lyric, I thought you were going to keep me was really awful to hear. Um, as in awful, as in sad, not awful. Like it was a great lyric. Um, it wasn't awful. <laughs> I just don't want people to think that I'm insulting Taylor on her last song. Like, no, everything was beautiful. Um, but it was also a super great song. Um, sad songs are great. Actually, sad songs can be one of the greatest songs ever. Um, but the harmonizing on the last chorus was absolutely amazing. Um, so goes without saying, loved it. And it was a really, really, really great ending to a really, really great album. Okay, guys, that is it. I'm sad that it's come to an end, but my computer is dying, and those are my thoughts. Oh my gosh, Taylor, this album is gorgeous. I absolutely love it. Congratulations on re-recording it. I'm saying this like you're listening, and I know you're not, but that's okay. Um, yeah. I'm so proud and I'm so happy and I'm so excited. I wore my Fearless shirt. I um, It's not new. It's like one of the old merch shirts, um, Fearless. Um, so I got to wear that while I listened to the new album and everything is beautiful. So yeah, I'm just amazed and everything. So yeah, if you like this episode, please subscribe to Say La Me so you do not miss when I post. Leave me a review and tell me what you thought. Post my episode on social media to spread the word. Tag Taylor. Um, but spread the word to your friends and followers. Send me an email with your thoughts, suggestions, and feedback. There are so many ways to get in touch with me and to spread the word about my podcast. And I would super appreciate it if you did. Um, if you really love this episode, maybe buy some Say La Me merch if you have not spent all your money on Taylor Swift merch. <laughs> um, but yeah, all of that is linked down below. All my links, all my social media, everything is down below. But anyway... I love doing this. Thank you so much for listening to the very end of this wonderful episode. Um, it is now like 1.15 a.m. and I'm tired and I'm going to go to bed, but I am extremely excited about this episode still. Um, but thank you so much for listening to the end if you made it this far. And I will talk to you on Wednesday.
y'all have a great rest of the week. Keep listening to Fearless Taylor's version. And yeah, that's it. Bye.